<laughs> Goat League Assemble! Seven. Seven Costanza. You're serious? Yeah. It's a beautiful name for a boy or a girl. Especially girl. Or a boy. I don't think so. Well, you don't like the name? It's not a name. It's a number. I know. It's Mickey Mantle's number. So not only is it an all-around beautiful name, it is also a living tribute. It's awful. I hate it. Well, that's the name. Oh, no, it is not. No child of mine is ever going to be named Seven. All right, let's just stay calm here. <laughs> we got to stay calm, but we're coming into week seven, and it is getting a bit rambunctious. Kyle, what's up, man? You driving today? Yeah, uh, I, I want to show. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, the old uh, Moon Man. I'm in uh, Shelby, North Carolina, right now. Standstill traffic at uh, f- about 4:45 on a Thursday. Uh, just, just trying to make it back to the Queen City. Hell yeah! All right. Well, um, yeah, I think I know exactly where you're talking about in Shelby too. I get stuck there every time. Yeah, right at Shelby High School in the cookout uh, where. Brian Mooney has said that he spent many of uh, tailgate, uh, many of seats in the back of a tailgate, just chilling in the parking lot, eating cookout, and, you know, just doing what 16, 17, 18-year-olds do in high school, man. You know, not thing, but a whole lot of everything, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, sadly, I know exactly what you mean. And <laughs> I, I, I think it's uh, that's a very perfect way to put it. Um, without further ado, let's get into the recap of week six, talk about some of our instant reactions and, um, you know, then we'll get into the rest, but, um, I want to start with one of the matchups that you made your lock of the week. That was pretty, you know, high scoring on both sides. Um, we got team big lick reclaiming some of that big lick energy, uh, against the Van Buren boys. Uh, 133 to 120. Hell of a matchup yeah. here. Big matchup. Um, again, you know, one of those one of those matchups you kind of hate to see as a uh, as a loser. Um, uh, you know, as far as Vic goes, man. Um, whenever somebody puts up points like that and they lose, I, I, I really do hate it for him. We've all been in in his shoes in, in many many a weeks like that. Um, it it's it's unfortunate, but you know. We really got on the pod last week and, and called out Lick and said little Lick energy and and he didn't have that BLE that he that he's had previously and uh, and you know he was going to Connecticut out of town he broke the curse uh, that that we he did you know we kind of broke it down last week with the the trip to Italy and the trip to uh, Vegas for Paul um, you know that that out of town trip where you can't really focus in on your team was kind of biting people in the butt at the beginning of the year. Well, Lick said, you know, screw that. I'm, I'm going straight for the, for the dub and his team was really impressive this week. So hats off to him. Uh, my lock of the week. Uh, I think back to back week, Charles, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's two in a row that I've lost. It is. Uh, if you go back to two weeks ago, you had an NFL lock that lost. So, and we didn't do an NFL lock last week. It just never happened. But um, so you're eight and three on the year after starting eight and zero. 
Um, and I'm four and seven. One of my locks won, which was actually you beating Nunnery, but we'll get into that. So four and seven, eight and three, just a little preview to later. Um, and, uh, yeah. So again, like you said, it was a good matchup. I think, uh, you know, even with Terry McLaurin scoring sub five points, uh, you know, Alex Collins does his thing, Khalil Herbert, just, you know, lick working the waiver wire, trying to do the same thing I'm doing over here and, and getting it done. Um, on the other side, Vic has uh, Cortland Sutton, you know, continued to ball out two tight ends and, and Mahomes, but it just wasn't enough. They both moved to three and three, uh, sixth and seventh place in the league, right in the middle of that log jam. Yeah. Um, who we got next? All right. Uh, next we have uh, – I'll just go ahead and move to the other lock of the week I was just referencing was you over Nunnery, which uh, which I won uh, or had that lock go through. Nunnery had his back-to-earth week with 63 points. He's moves to four and two in second place. And you had 104, which was a, a bit of an off week for you. But, you know, you're still scoring over 100 points on an off week, and you moved to five and one. Um, yeah. What, what's your you know, What's Charles, your thoughts? Uh, you know, as far as as far as that goes, um, you know, Nunnery is the Hollywood Brown of the league. He is either really really high or really really low, um, and he proved it this week. You know, Brady did what Brady does. Eighteen points. I'll take that from a quarterback. I've only had that I think times this whole year um, from from. Uh, but just everybody else, Madison, uh, Matheson was, was terrible. Yes. I think he, I don't even know if he scored a full point. Um, Gibson was bad. I'm trying to remember everybody else while I drive. Evans didn't do anything like he's done previous couple weeks. And, um, yep. you know, just, just a lackluster performance. Uh, you know, on my side, I, I had to start Taylor Heineke uh, due to, um, Due to buys and, and uh, Derek Carr kind of screwing me against Weston, he didn't really do anything either. The best running back in the league um, and maybe the best keeper of the GOAT league. Uh, That's a given. And Derek, and Derek Henry, um, you, you're always kind of in the mix no matter what. And, and he, I think he had like 40 points or something close to it. 36. And then, Hell of know, a game. Fournette was, Fournette was great. Um, yep, then, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, shout out to you talk about waiver wire. Shout out to Zach Ertz, man. Um, got me a much needed touchdown early on, and and I was kind of able to have that what we talk about every week that Thursday night preview of how the rest of the weekend's gonna go, and 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 it went well. Yeah, and now it he's probably his last touchdown ever as an Eagle. Um, so that was pretty cool. And now you've got him in a great offense. We'll see how he does with Arizona moving forward, which is um, kind of an under-the-radar move yeah. in the NFL, that is. Um, but kind of touching base back on what you said about Fournette, he had a big game. Um, I don't know if you know or not. If you don't, then just take a guess. But do you know what Fournette's rank is at running back this year? I was – you know, Charles was going to say he was like 12th. Uh, but now that kind of that kind of seems. Oh wow! Okay, I was yeah, close. I, I had to say real quick because you were so close. Damn, that was uh, okay. That that's impressive, especially yeah. what Ronald Jones did last year. You know. Yeah, I mean, 
dude, they're starting to get Fournette involved in the passing game. I mean, he's catching at least three passes a game, which has not always been his role, especially when he's carrying it 22 times. Yeah. Um, but that combo crush for you, you dominate nunnery this week. Um, you know, I think that's really all it needs to be said. Y'all are still first and second place. Um, we'll go ahead and, and move on to the next matchup. Um, okay. We've got another high-scoring matchup, highest score of the week, the Mooney Tunes with 154, moving to 3-3 three and three in fourth place with points. And Weston, 108. Uh, so he took care of Weston. It wasn't as close as it usually is. Weston falls to three and three in fifth place right behind him. Um, Josh Allen did his thing. Cooper Cup absolutely just continues to ball out. D-Hop scores twice. Um, that's a tough thing to overcome for Weston, even as he, you know, doesn't have that bad of a week. Hey, the, the animal, Tyreek Hill, continues his, his streak. Yep. Um, yeah. I, Weston had a great pickup. Uh, the Carson Wentz play was was really good. Um, yeah, I think he had about twenty points, and yep, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a lot closer than that. But it's really hard unless you're Charles Cox to, uh, you know, put up one hundred and fifty points and and lose. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, you know, Weston got over the the century mark, but. He just was, I mean, still outscored by about 40 points, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So, mm-hmm. you know, big big win for Mooney. Weston's still in the mix. Not Nothing to, you know, put his hat, head down on after a big – had a big win last week, much needed win last week. Um, so, you know, one and one in two weeks, you, you just, you just want to continue to have a win here and a win there until it gets down to the last few weeks and, and you're in the mix. Cause you know, once playoffs happen, it's um, it's anybody's game, anybody's week. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, and one thing I kind of glossed over, um, you know, the Rams defense had 17 points for Mooney. They've can, you know, been a solid kind of anchor for his team. You know, you want to, and, and on the other side, Weston still got 13 from the Cowboys. And uh, I want to make one note that I forgot. Um, last time you said Marquise Brown of the league uh, thing, uh, according to ESPN, there's been six games. He's boomed four and busted twice because he hasn't wow. had it in between at all. So you're, you're spot on with that. Um, but in this matchup, I think the only thing that hasn't really been said is, you know, Keenan Allen, keep getting targets, keep getting yards, but hasn't gotten in the end zone much is da- barely inside a top 30 wide receiver. So look for him to improve that with Weston as he goes forward. And I'm excited to look at Weston's team this week as we venture into what I would say is a buy-mageddon for a lot of people this week. Um, uh, and, and, you know, speaking of buy-mageddons, let's go ahead and jump into Jordan's game where, um, you know, there wasn't really much he could do. We said that on the pod. Um, But, you know, the fact that he – wasn't the least scoring team this week was, was impressive in its own right. Tough <laughs> loss to, uh, to Adam, but, uh, like, like we said, get rid of his whole team via trade and just, uh, you know, try to get one win during one week. Now, now that he doesn't have the buys, look for Jordan to kind of make a little bit of a push, uh, in the following weeks. Yeah, and both these teams are three and three now. Um, 
as Craven wins 108 to 72. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that might be a three game win streak for old Craven after uh, changing his team name. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. And big happy birthday win for uh, for Craven. Yeah, happy 31st birth, uh, for birthday, Craven. No, no, no cool birthdays for a while, but nonetheless, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> it. Yeah, speaking of 31, is 31 the worst number you could have as like, a, uh, as like an athlete? I don't know of anybody. Like 21, you know of a few 21s. You know of a few 35s. Um, 41 you even. even. You see 41. But you, I don't know if you really ever see the 31. Uh, you've got a, maybe a random long snapper that just wanted to say, fuck the world. Yeah. Um, not a, <laughs> not a great number. Uh, you don't see it in baseball. You don't see it in – you damn sure don't see it in basketball. I don't even know if I've ever been on a team where that number was printed uh, for a jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not one that sticks out, <laughs> to be honest. Um, even oh, even fifty even fifty five is is a better number than thirty one. Yeah, it is. Makes you kind of makes you think. Uh, one bright spot with Crave, uh, excuse me, Jordan's team was Marvin Jones Jr. getting back to his stuff. You went back to the well, called the pod uh, touchdown, and we hit you know some more. You called Marvin, I called Leonard Fournette, so we're doing good on that. Um, yeah, the 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 pod um, hypothesis. They, they seem to come true. I don't know how much um, research we really put into that other than just gut feeling. But gut. it just shows it shows that uh, we, we kind of somewhat know what we're talking about. Yeah, sometimes somewhat being the operative word, but absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. One other and, comment. And, and, Char- and Charles, you know, one other thing I want to point out, and this goes back to even um, – this even goes back to Jordan had a good defensive uh, six points from the Bucks. This goes back to uh, and twenty three points from Aaron Rodgers from Craven. This goes back to Weston and um, Mooney as well. I think when you have a good defense and a good quarterback, and you could kind of sprinkle in that receiver flex running back uh, point production, that is what really sets you apart for a long run in the league. And uh, those are the teams that I look for to really make a strong case for the uh, for the Goat League Championship. So, you know, hats off to, to those three teams I just mentioned about having a solid quarterback and a solid defense because, you know, these skill players aren't going to score every week. It's, it is what it is. What yeah. can you build around those guys? Uh, I just wanted to. Point it's the bookends of the lineup. It's the bookends of the lineup, so it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got your QB at the start, your defense down at the bottom, and kind of your in betweeners. Right. So, got to have your foundations, uh, you know, best you can. I know some people kind of streaming week to week. I know I have, um, which is always fun. But, uh, but Jonathan Taylor continues to impress. He's he's third running back in the in fantasy. Uh, finally, having what many expected him to to do, and and. That's been big for Craven as well. Um, I just wanted to mention that before we moved on to this next matchup, um, which let's go ahead and cover uh, what we talked about a lot on the last pod since we had Connor on. It was uh, me versus Connor. Um, I finally get a much-needed win, moved to two and four, along with uh, with Connor and Paul. We're kind of holding up the, the cellar. 
the basement, if you will. Um, I went 121 to 93. Um, had a great week from Jalen Hurts, who has, you know, decent NFL quarterback, phenomenal fantasy quarterback, five overall yeah. this year. Um, Najee Harris, Darrell Williams, AB um, just kind of did their thing for me. And then uh, that London game didn't produce much for Connor, um, which he was kind of banking on. So uh, the rest is kind of history there. And didn't he play Miles Gaskin this week too? Yeah, he played. He yeah, he played Gaskin after he was third, like in carries, and then he benched him, balled out. I mean, this dude is busted in two of six games, boomed in one, and uh, yeah, the two busts are point three and two point four, and two point four was the most recent one. I mean, this man five carries for nine yes. yards. Yeah, and, and you know Lamar Jack was bad to come back after a monster like four weeks in a row. Um, yep. But, you know, and I, we, we said this about, you know, sometimes it's all about scheduling. I know I've said that before. Sometimes it's just about who you got and who you happen to run into during the schedule of the season. Connor played three teams or, you know, two or three teams outside of uh, you this week, and he probably gets a win. Yep. You know, like, if I played you this week instead of Nunnery and Connor played Nunnery instead of you, you know, we're talking three, four game swing on both ends. So, you know, sometimes you just luck of the draw. You just happen to get a, a good skip. You know, Connor's kind of run into a bus off two times, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely happens to the best and worst of us, so. Um, you know, it's just tough, uh, you know, when that happens, but you know, nonetheless, you know, I thought he was going to break a hundred points. So I was worried, but, and he, and he almost did, but, um, last matchup was Paul and Allen. Allen wins one thirty three to one Oh eight. Uh, Allen moves to th- another three and three team and, uh, third place. Uh, there's actually, I think there's like not like eight three and three teams or like seven three and three teams, something like that. So quite yeah. the jam. And then three more two and fours and a four and two. And then you at five and one, of course. Um, but, yeah. you know, but if they Paul, ask if it's, if they ask if it's jelly or hope it, I'm sure it'll shake like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Say that again. I said, if it's jelly or jam, I hope it's jelly because jam sure don't shake like that. Um, that was sorry. Hey. That was a uh, joke I was trying to make. Oh no, it was, it was well made. I just I I lost you for a second uh, as you were driving through through some BFE, but um, you're good to go now. But yeah, I mean, Paul has a decent week. One oh eight. Um, Daryl Henderson continues to be like super productive for him yeah. Uh, yeah, and consistent. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's worked out great for him. On the other side, you know, CD Lamb has a huge bounce back game and Mixon as well. And those two factors mixed with Stafford. I mean, that that's what gave Allen such a big week. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if has. I'm kind of worried. Checked out. Uh, I know he doesn't handle losing. Well, uh, because 
I'm sending a PS. Just check in on that man because um, it has been hey, rough season for the uh, two-time champ. I haven't heard from him in a while. I, I've been thinking about doing a, a health and wellness check-in, but um, I keep seeing Snapchats randomly of him at random bars with dogs and girls and stuff. So it, it seems like everything's going okay. Um, I do, I do kind of see him um, posting some random bar picks and you know going to you know Clemson game or. Um, anything like that. I tell you, he, he, he hops college football teams more than anybody I've ever met. You know, one time he's a Wake Forest fan. The next time he's an Alabama fan. Now he's Clemson fan. Uh, just kind of goes on from there. Yeah. I mean, you could make a song about it. Kind of like Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. You could do like, uh, yeah. Alawake, uh, son. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but that's kind of, you know what it's, it's funny. Yeah. Clemson? He, he, Clemson, Alley yeah. Forest. Clemson, Alley Forest. There you go. Clemson, Alley Forest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Oh, that's great. Um, well, we won't harp too much more on all Paul here. Um, I know I don't have much room to talk, but I enjoyed that. Um, we, you know, we we've taken a look here, and uh, before we get into uh, season or week seven preview. Uh, I just want to make one comment. You had told me to do a little research and see who plays me the week I go to the Falcons game, week 14. Um, it's the last regular season game of the uh, year for fantasy, and I play okay. Weston, who will also be uh, in Charlotte that weekend potentially, I guess, or Huntersville. <laughs> okay. So keep that in mind, everybody, when you're – Looking for somebody to hammer in week 14. Uh, yeah, um, that's, a, uh, that's a good uh, lock of the week right there. Uh, very interested to see how it plays out. Um, and that's the final week of the regular season, so I know it's going to be a shit show, um, <laughs> so to speak. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely is going to be. Um, all right, well, I, I, I'm going to just kind of see if there is any – thing big on waivers before we you know hop into week seven here um weston picked up uh tua on his team he had to make a lot of little moves so i won't go through them all because of the uh obamageddon here um connor picked up his boy donovan peoples jones i thought that was just relevant based on the last pod um other than that the waiver wire is a complete dumpster fire and should disgust everyone so uh, I don't think there's there's too much more to comment on in that realm. Uh, so speaking of all this by Mageddon, uh week seven, the Costanza seven, uh, let, let's hop into it. We'll save our matchup for last since we're playing this week in a little uh, podcast wars as I've changed my name this week. Um, but I want to start with uh, just hop right back in. Uh to Weston because I was talking about by Mageddon and, and this man, you should see his bench this week <laughs> is insane. Uh, Weston's going against cam uh, Weston's got Zeke Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Justin Jefferson, Dawson Knox, Cole Beasley, all on by with Russell Wilson on IR. He's starting everyone else he possibly can. Yeah, um, it kind of, it, uh, it kind of reminds me of, um, the uh, the 
Chappelle episode, the player haters ball. It's like uh, when he's like, what can I say about Buck Nasty's uh, No, he's like, what can I say about your coat that isn't said about Afghanistan? It looks bombed out and depleted. That's uh, <laughs> that's Weston's team this week. <laughs> you ain't lying. He, uh, he's got a full roster in right now in ESPN, and we know projections don't mean shit, whatever, but uh, they've got him projected at 85 and a half points. Um, you know, he's got some good matchups with some of his guys. Hopefully, A.J. Green can keep it going for him. Um, and Mo Alley Cox can can uh, get in the end zone. Shout out Cox Nation and VCU basketball. Um, but on the other side, we've got Lick who had a big week. He's got some guys on by and IR. Uh, Montgomery's still in IR. Dalvin Cook on by. Thielen on by. Um, so something to watch out for there. Uh, he's having to start McCall Hardman this week. Uh, that's one of his and AJ Dillon. And Marquez Callaway, who was recently dropped by uh, by the Green Bowl Packers. Yeah, um, I'm not going to call th- – these don't feel like uh, must-touchdowns that I would want to call on the pod. I don't know if A.J. Dillon gets in the end zone. Um, but Callaway's a guy to kind of look out for. He may sneak in. Jameis is, is – uh, he's back off of bye. Had a big week before the bye week. Uh, um and that's a Monday James, night game, too. Yeah, Jameis is Mr. Jekyll and Hyde of the NFL. You don't know what you're getting week to week, and it's kind of exciting. Um, luckily, he's in a terrible division. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but it's not looking great. Falcons are terrible. Panthers are – I don't know what's going on with them. And, you know, the Bucks are obviously uh, a different breed in that division. But um, – but even they, you know, could lose to a divisional matchup. So, uh, you never know whenever those games get going. But uh, that'll be a close one, man. Um, two th- or It won't be – it could – has potential to not be close. But I think Weston's got enough guys that can score to make it close. Um, but I like Lick this week to win um, both, two both three and three teams. So, it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, it'll definitely be interesting uh, to kind of see um, – and follow um, as as we as we said by by is is that's the first victim. There there's many more this week. So um, who who you want to cover up next? Uh, we'll go ahead and move back into Paul since we were recently talking about him uh, playing two and two and four playing the three and three Mooney tunes. Um, first thing I see is Mooney has Josh Allen on by at quarterback and at this point has made zero moves to replace that position. Um, not even on his bench as he has somebody waiting. So he's going to have to pick somebody up and figure that out. Um, I, I know he'll listen to this and say, oh, I didn't even know I didn't have him because all I've been doing is watching Braves baseball. But let me just tell you guys, let the excuses start rolling <laughs> in now, okay? And uh, no, but in all seriousness, it'll be interesting to see who he, he replaces there as Josh Allen's on by. That's a big one with the Bills being out this week. Um, but he's got Tyreek Hill going in a – a potential shootout with the Titans. Hell, every Chiefs game is a potential shootout, though, right? Um, and uh, Tim Patrick going tonight against the Browns, which watch out. Does he keep a Thursday night guy in his flex spot? We'll see. Um, we'll see if he somehow listens to this before the game tonight or if he sees it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Paul's team, I like the Burrow start. I think that's uh, that's got some potential. Um, I don't get the Kenneth Gainwell – play I, I don't understand why that is even still a thing 
Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Julio, he kind of had a good week last week. Um, what an exciting game that was um, for the Titans. And then, uh, you know, he's finally got Kyle Pitts back in the lineup. Good, could be bad, never know. Um, like I said, rookie tight ends are hit or miss. Um, and then uh, Tyler Boyd is just – I mean, he's – Tyler Boyd's the third third best receiver on that team. Probably so. Yeah, I mean, he, he was pretty even, consistent there, but now probably, he's bad. I mean – Yeah, definitely. It's, it's not even probably. I would say Joe Mixon's probably a better passing uh, – uh, probably a receiving threat fantasy wise than Boyd, um, but uh, you know it, it should be for sure, especially with Josh Allen out for Mooney. Yeah, that makes it all the more interesting. And Burrow Boyd going against the Ravens. You mentioned Gainwell, but on the bench he's got a Barkley who probably or could not play, um, a Tyson Williams who has fell off, and a Chris Evans who's probably the RB three in Cincinnati unless you know Samaje. Uh, doesn't play so it's pretty ugly um yeah so but uh you know I just think Mooney's receiving options makes this such a close game even with God knows what he's going to do at quarterback I mean that whoever he picks could end up being really the x factor I know that's not like a hot take or anything but um I kind of like Paul to get off the schneid this week and send them both the three and four in a like six five point game, something like that, maybe with Pittman scoring a touchdown uh, Sunday night. Yeah, with with the quarterback out, I'm gonna take Paul this week over Mooney. I think both of them get to three and four, and a bit of interesting uh, as we move into uh, that that halfway ending of the halfway for the uh, regular season. Yeah. Um, Okay, so next matchup I'm looking at here is one of the uh, OG GOAT chat or, you know, before the the GOAT League was formed. One of the newer members, actually the two newest members of the OG GOAT chat, Allen versus Nunnery, 3-3 versus 4-2. Nunnery's got Matheson still in the lineup. Uh, He's on bye and Cook is healthy right now anyway, so he'll be looking to replace him. Uh, Chris Carson's still going to be on IR through probably week eight. Um, on the other side, Allen has Claypool, CD, Bills defense all on by um, with some pretty good options plugged in. Um, look for Waddle or Waddell to have a good game again versus the uh, Falcons. He's been really stepping up and uh, getting a good connection with Tua coming back. Um, you know, I, I really like Allen this week. <laughs> I've got Allen as my lock of the week. Yeah. Um... Charles, Fade nunnery two weeks in a row. I don't know if this has ever happened, um, but go ahead and sound the alarm. Ooh. I'm going to make Allen my lock of the week as well. Um, things are just happening for him uh, at the right time. And uh, I'm not going to say he's peaking, but he's definitely performing at a high, high level. And uh, – I'm just going to go ahead and say I think Nunnery takes another L. It's funny. The week that we play each other and we're, like, all geared up for this rivalry, we get on the podcast and we do the same lock of the week and maybe the only time that's ever happened. Yeah. Um, We would really have to go back and listen to hours and hours of uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> podcast um, uh, sound bites to uh, to try to find if we've ever picked the same lock of the week. Well, maybe we could find an intern to do that for us or something. Someone that's yeah. just you know like Rob or you know or somebody like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if too much more needs to be said. I mean, there's just some roster spots, you know, kind of in play here. Um, a couple of tough matchups for none. And I like, I really like the way that Allen's bouncing back this year. He's had a good roster construction, good bench, even with some guys on by and Chubb hurt still and being out tonight. Um, so sh- shall we move on to the next matchup? <laughs> We shall. Okay. Um, let's go to the three-game win streak. Craven, uh, three and three, versus the other three and three, Van Buren boys. Vikram uh, got some uh, – I'm sure we have some important buys here, as well as Kareem Hunt going to IR. Um, other than that, Craven doesn't have, like, any crazy buys. Uh, McCaffrey's still out for Vic. Emmanuel Sanders out. I mean, nothing – that crazy by McGinn wise in this matchup, but what's your original initial feel? Um, I just, can you just say this one more time? Um, can you say how many games Cravens won in a row? Three. I, I honestly never would have thought we've heard that in the goat league history. Um, <laughs> so that is, that is huge. That is, um, that does not change who I'm picking. I'm still going to take Vic this week, but, uh, you know, Craven with three straight wins is, is something that is uh, is worth pointing out more than one time. So I just had to hear you say that again. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough start for Craven this week or this year, and he's had a couple other rough starts throughout the, the history of the league and Sacco and all that. So, um, yeah, we definitely needed to repeat it so that, uh, you know, he could just revel in a little bit, if it not anything else. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I still like, you know, Vic is – I don't know if he's trolling anymore. He's got he's got three great tight ends on his team. I've <laughs> – his running backs suck. I've tried to give him a top 25 running back twice, and I've gotten – no leverage there. I don't, I don't know what he, I, I didn't even get a counter offer. Um, maybe that's just the, the product of winning and, and being first in the league. Um, it might have something kinda, to do with it. Yeah. I mean, I think Paul's kind of scared everybody um, when it comes to making trades and, and kind of seeing how they play out, maybe overthinking, but um, you know, that it, it is what it is. I, I like Vic's, you know, slew of tight ends, if you will. So uh, I'm definitely taking the Van Buren boys uh, in a week seven where we referenced Seinfeld to begin the show uh, could be, could be pretty, pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> um, and, and, and Debo Samuels back in the lineup for Craven this week after not having him last week, that'll be a good second spot. And my man finally is playing his keeper. John U. Smith, as Jared Cook, is on by. Um, he's playing the Jets. And let me just tell you, the highest points that John U. Smith has scored this year is uh, 8.9. He had a touchdown week four versus the Bucks. So let's see if he can get back in the end zone versus the Jets. Uh, week two, he did not score, but he had 4.8 points versus the Jets. So gotcha. we'll see. Um, 
But I'm with you, man. I, I think it's been a great run for Craven. I think uh, I think Vic moves to four and three. I like his team. I like some big spots he has to get big chunks of points and matchups yeah. that he has. So um, I think and, we got about know, a 12-point game. Yeah, and, and, and you know, when, when you talk about win streaks, you know, the thing about win streaks and losing streaks, they have to end at some point, right? Like uh, Jordan last year, I think he – one like six straight or something ungodly, right? Yep. Um, and that was fun to kind of follow, but at, at the same time, we we knew, and he even deep down he knew, like this is going to end at some point. Things, man, they, they must come to an end. So, I, I gotta, like I said, I, I'll, I'll take Vic this week, and uh, you know, Craven with the three-game win streak. I hope he can do it again. Um, after after he takes the L this week to uh, to Vic. <laughs> All right. Um, next we got Connor versus Jordan. A little gone off the henny versus the Green Bowl Packers. Two different references to uh, a couple different substances. Um, yeah. Um, th- and this matchup, <laughs> this matchup is uh, a lot of a lot of marijuana in this matchup. Um, <laughs> the marijuana matchup. <laughs> Not quite, not quite marijuana matchup, but it, it's definitely it rivals that one. I'm, I'm going to say this is like this marijuana matchup still has stems and seeds in it. You know, it's yep, not broken up. Shade. It's not broken up and grinded out. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's kind of look at the uh, the outlook for this week for both teams. All right. Um, well, we've got Lamar in a pretty favorable matchup versus the Bengals on Connor's side. Um, he's starting Elijah Mitchell for the, for the Niners at RB two, uh, a banged up Devonte Parker, a people's Jones and Gaskin and Dearness Johnson, uh, who should be RB one tonight versus the Browns, but, and he's in his flex spot as well. So another thing to keep an eye on if things go to shit with Elijah Mitchell in the middle of the week, uh, which you never know, um, never know. on Jordan's side, he's getting some guys back off by, Patterson, Kamara, a um, couple other people, but he's also got Eckler on by, Herbert on by, Marvin Jones on by. So back to back weeks for Jordan, where he's struggling a little bit with that. Um, yeah. What's your initial prediction here? What do you What do you think? Well, the the two the two players that stick out to me the most are Lamar Jackson, and then Aaron Jones is playing the uh, the Washington Football Team. Uh, I think. I think both of those guys perform at a high level. Uh, Going to call it now. Aaron Jones touchdown on Sunday um, for Connor. And, and you know, I'm not really high, pun intended. I'm not really high on either team this week. But with Justin Herbert being out, I just uh, and, and Eckler, I just don't see if Jordan can get over the hump. Um, and I think he kind of has that, that mid week, you know, that, that Reggie type week where it's just an average week. And, um, that I'm going to take Connor, I'm going <laughs> to take Connor, uh, with a nice win, a much needed win. And a, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say he scores the most points he has all season this week. Okay, I like it. And just another thing, uh, somebody has been steady for him, James Robinson on bye. Um, and as of now, he's got J.D. McKissick on the bench and Devontae Smith. I could see him moving Devontae in for somebody. And if uh, Gibson misses for the football team, I think McKissick's a great plug 
So that could ultimately change the landscape of this matchup, just worth noting. Uh, but I, I actually had it in my head for, for Connor to get a big win this week and move them both, him and Jordan, to three and four to just continue the, the log jelly. Um, <laughs> so without further ado, uh, we're going to present to you our um, our podcast war. We got the East Atlanta Santas versus the podcast wars. Um Big week for the podcast wars, sitting at two and four versus the five and one uh, East Atlanta Santas. Um, Kyle, I'll let you kind of talk about what you what you see with this, and then I'll riff off of it. Yeah, you know, when I looked earlier, I, I see that you had like a fifty-one or fifty-four percent chance of victory. I think the spread was like right at like three points or something. Yeah, a uh, little bit of a little bit of a buy Mageddon. Uh, for me, no Mike Williams, um, no, um, you know, Edward Solaire's on IR. Uh, I've got another Amari somebody, Cooper. I've got Amari Cooper on by. Chenault. I've got Lavishka Chenault, who who's been producing really well uh, the last couple of weeks as a uh, as a backup option for the flex. He's out. I'm having to stick. Um, you know, Williams is has been solid this season. I'm not really upset that I'm playing him. I think he's still a top 30 running back. Yeah, 26. Yeah, so he's, like I said, he's a top 25 before last week, top 20, 25 running back uh, in the league. So I'm not really upset having to plug him in. But uh, if, if Gronk doesn't play and I got to plug in Ertz for his first debut with the Cardinals, I, I become concerned. I'm going to take you in a much-needed win. I think I'm on a one-game win streak because of uh, Weston, but at the same time, I, I only have one loss on the season. So, you know, a second is bound to happen soon. Um, and, and what better week to get a, a, a back-to-back win and uh, kind of move up the, the standings. Yeah, if I can get to that three and four, I I, I kind of join that jam. Um, I would have loved to have seen Najee Harris going right up against Derrick Henry. Um, you know, two Bama guys head to head. That's my like oh, like my my steady horse right now. Not as steady as Derrick Henry, but still. Um, and my first round pick as well. He's on by. I got Zach Moss on by. So not nearly as bad as um, what others and yourself are dealing with, but. Kadarius Tony's doubtful. Damian Williams probably, you know, still isn't cleared. And Dalton yeah. Schultz on by too. But um, anyway, I say all that to say right now I've got a disgusting RB2 in right now. But um, I've got the the Patriots <laughs> running back that's probably going to touch the ball like 10, 11 times. Uh, Stevenson, he's been getting more touches. But uh, that's how ugly it is this week. We'll see if I make a change, if I'm able to make a change. Um Hopefully Hertz can keep it going. Uh, I'm going to plug Landry back in his first game coming back after uh, I like being I cleared. Like I feel like, I mean, he's just been sitting on my bench. I kind of forgot about him to be honest. And he got activated about a few hours ago. Um, yeah. So we'll see if he can get some targets. He's in my wide receiver well, shit, position. Somebody's got, somebody's got to play for the Browns. That's what I mean. That's, that's kind of my thought process. Um, so uh, yeah. to your point, it's that Thursday night. Let's see how the week starts. So I got a little skin in the game. Plus it's, you know, really the, my best play there. Um, and, I think Calvin yeah, Ridley coming back versus the Dolphins, yeah. hope, high hopes there. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, uh, I think the, 
the recipe for victory for you is just a little bit better than it tastes a little bit better than what mine does uh, as far as the ingredients this week. And um, I, I think it's it's going to be a close one. But, uh, you know, it, a lot of factors kind of who can uh, get in the end zone for for my team and who can be consistent on your team. You know, if, if Landry gets exactly. in the end zone today, it's that Thursday night matchup where you, you've already got some points built in and, and uh, it gives a better outlook to what Sunday looks like. Yeah, he uh, he had 17 points first game of the year and then got hurt in the second game and hadn't played since. So it's kind of a little bit of a, a crapshoot and no pun intended considering he plays for the Browns. But um, the other thing to watch out is Jamar Chase on my side, T Higgins on your side going against the Ravens. Who's going to kind of draw more of the, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see that how that kind of gets dissected there um, and dispersed, but should be a hell of a week. Um, week seven, as soon as this week's over, we're halfway through the regular season, having the extra week this year with the NFL adding a game. Um, so with that being said, we've already gotten locks and for our fantasy, let's talk about our, uh, our locks and do our little gambling corner and, and wrap her up. Yeah. And, and Charles, the, the gambling corner today is, is the only the 25th time in, in, uh, major sports history where we've had what we call the sports equinox. Um, we've got all four major, um, professional leagues the uh nhl the nba the mlb and the nfl all playing on the same day um so it's it's just a it's just a great day as a sports fan um and and, you know as a um as a gambler or anybody that just likes throwing a little skin whether it's DraftKings or what have you um just really fun to follow uh tonight's action you know who who are you liking as far as uh this week's football matchups go. Okay, so I am going to circle back to the uh, old Equinox parlay uh, once we uh, do our NFL locks, but um, which I guess will include this NFL lock. But I've got – I actually a little bit, I guess a couple of days ago, I don't know what it's at now, but I got the Titans plus five and a half at home versus the Chiefs Sunday at okay. 1 o'clock. Um, Titans, Chiefs, you've got – the Chiefs. I got Titans plus five and a half. Oh, you got t- you've got Titans plus five and a half. Okay. Um, I'm taking. Uh, I'm gonna take the Colts plus four. Okay, I like it. I actually had Col- I actually have Colts plus I think three and a half already locked down on my site as well. So, um, I like that. And rem- and remind me who they're playing. Forty Niners. That's right. Yeah, Forty Niners. I believe is how my. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, well, we've got those locks in. Um, my Equinox parlay is uh, I'm going to take the over seven and a half in the Braves Dodgers game. Okay. I'm gonna take Mavericks money line, which is plus one ten. Uh, I'm gonna take Broncos money line at plus one oh five, and I'm gonna take 
Capitals over Devils money line minus one twenty five. Five dollar bet to win fifty five fourteen. Uh, I actually I I love that. Um, I'm going to I'm going to take um, as far as mine goes. I'm going to take the Browns one and a half. I'm going to tell you on the uh, the Braves game. I'll take the over. Um, I absolutely love Hawks covering minus two. And then as, as far as hockey goes, I'm going to uh, – I'm going to have to take uh, Moneyline Hurricanes. Just keep it Hell, on. yeah. Let's go. Yep. Uh, All right. You know, I, I don't know too much about it, and I, I'm not going to pretend I do. I'm just going to ride the uh, – going to ride the home team and, and root for the crib. And, uh, you know, let's – it, it, what do they call them? The uh, bu- bunch of bunch of crazy dudes or something? What's the the old line for the games? Uh, jerks. Bunch of jerks. Yeah, uh, we're a bunch of jerks tonight. Yeah, go go sports. <laughs> go sports. Well, good luck to everybody and uh, safe travels the rest of the drive, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm on the home stretch right now, heading on to Remount Road, um, getting ready to uh, park the vehicle. So perfect timing and, uh, you know, good luck, everybody, this week. And, uh, you know, I hope everybody can win, but somebody's got to lose. So good luck to those and, and uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Let's ride. Let's ride, goats. Later. Later.